Hi there, and welcome to the Anita Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Anita Rombo, and this is the podcast for growth-oriented women to have authentic, real talk. Nothing is off the table here, but as an intuitive self-relationship coach, you'll find the content gravitates towards mindset, intentional action, spirituality, and all things wellness. So if you're ready to learn, laugh, show up, and glow up to be the best version of yourself, grab your favorite bevy, settle in, and we've got lots to chat about. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Need to Chat. If you are new around here, welcome. And if you've been enjoying the chat for a bit, thank you. I really, truly appreciate you. Now today I want to chat about the power of staying open or surrendering. And for a lot of people, myself included, this has been a very valuable and at times a difficult life lesson, but so very necessary as we navigate this thing called life. And so let's just start off with what the power of staying open is. To me, the power of staying open is literally being flexible and receptive to whatever comes next. It is the power of surrender. And it is the exact opposite of the control freak, perfectionistic, rigid person I used to be. What can I say? We're all works in progress, right? And if you are laughing because you know me when I say this, you may still think that those are very much my tendencies. And I, and I would agree with you that I think I'm naturally wired to be a particular type of personality. I'm still very much uh, prefer being a type A, being organized with a plan kind of girl, but I've come a long way. And so there have been many instances in my life where those tendencies to control, to be rigid, to have that plan, they served me and they continue to serve me. And so I am not going to be critical about having those tendencies. I'm actually going to give myself grace for loving a good solid plan because again, they've served me and I've, and I've benefited from that. But as I'm growing older and possibly a bit wiser, I'm leaning into and tempering that with the delicate balance and power of staying open, of literally going with the flow. Now, part of this could be because with each evolution of me, I've come to discover that life doesn't always go according to plan. And maybe you've also witnessed this in your life, right? Sometimes the things that you wanted aren't in fact what you want at all. Once you've gotten them, sometimes the outcome shows up in a different way than you had imagined. So you get what you wanted, but in a totally different way. Sometimes, I mean, almost all the time, my timelines haven't shown up the way that I thought they would. Sometimes there's an unintended consequence, which could be both good or bad related to the plan, just things that I just didn't know or couldn't plan for. And so despite how tightly I may hold on to that vision or dream, what I've discovered is I also need to stay open to that universal or divine plan out there. As a spiritual soul, this has been reinforced to me many a time. I mean, I read it in so many books. I've heard about it growing up my whole life. But I think it's only through doing life that you really come to see and appreciate that. And that universal or divine plan plan is something that you know nothing about. It's the plan that may be bigger or grander than you ever thought imaginable. And part of life is learning to let go and lean into those universal breadcrumbs and follow the path and explore 
the lessons along the way that are needed for your soul growth and evolution. The lesson of needing to let the universe happen for you as it is supposed to, not as you want it to, was a key lesson in my life. I'm going to tie this all together through some personal examples that can show you how the power of staying open really has served me and how I was able to lean into these universal breadcrumbs to follow the path to where I needed to be and also to where I am today. So let's start off with my university days. I have three university degrees and the first one is in psychology with a minor in biology. So as a young university student pursuing my undergraduate in psychology and biology, I was always very fascinated with health and wellness. And that obviously explains all of my educational and work experiences to date. Although my commitment to health and wellness has shown up and manifested itself in different ways. So anyways, I was very fascinated with the way we work from a body perspective and also the way we think and how our thoughts shape our health and well-being as well. And unfortunately, we live in a time where a university degree is not enough. There's usually more that needs to come out of it. So I was thinking, okay, well, what's next? And the natural thought that came to mind was medical school. But for whatever reason, though I was really fascinated with all of this, with health and wellness and biopsych degree would really position me well for medical school, it wasn't really where I wanted to be. And I leaned into the universal breadcrumbs and discovered the profession of occupational therapy. It was something that I'd never heard of before, but instantly when I heard about it, it really just resonated with my personal philosophy. And there was no question in my mind that that was the next path for me, that that was what I needed to lean into. And I would never have known it if I didn't follow the universal breadcrumbs that, that led me to that path or that discovery. And what I loved about occupational therapy was it was about supporting health and well-being more from a holistic perspective of looking at a person in their entirety rather than looking at them as a medical diagnosis or putting them into a silo to recognize that all these various different facets of a person lead them to where they are right now. And so in order to enable them to reach their health and wellness goals and, and get the functional outcomes that they want, you also need to come up with a multifaceted and a customized approach. And it really looked at the uniqueness of everybody and all the intricate parts that went in to make up a person. So that's the breadcrumb that led me to OT. And shortly of getting into the program, which is very competitive, I discovered or leaned into my nudge a little bit more and the power of staying open. And I just felt like, okay, I like this. I like this. This resonates with me. This aligns with me. But I feel like there's something more, and I'm not really sure what that is. And again, just staying open to what that could look like was many, many years in the making. I had that realization, but I kept myself open to learning and extracting uh, and soaking up all the knowledge related to OT. I graduated with honors as a class president. I went on to serve as a healthcare professional, as an occupational therapist for 10 years in various diverse patient settings, working with different clinical populations, really enjoyed each and every moment of it. But finally came to a point in my career where I realized where I was now curious about was creating impact on a bigger level and wanting to make some changes on a system level because I realized that as much as I was trying to empower and support individuals one-on-one, -on -one, sometimes our healthcare system was the roadblock that kept us from 
having people show up to be their finest. And for me, then that meant going back to school and pursuing my MBA. And I knew nothing about business. I knew nothing about business at all. In fact, the only thing I knew about business was as a self-employed healthcare professional, there was a whole administrative aspect to managing my business that I'd never, ever learned before. And it wasn't even sure I was doing right. And so at the very least, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to stay open to this possibility. I'm going to learn at the very least how to be a better businesswoman as an occupational therapist or by doing my MBA. I could possibly make impact on that greater, grander scale that I want, or it could lead me to other opportunities, maybe working in an entirely different area. I'm going to just allow myself to lean in to the joy and curiosity and love of learning versus the shoulds and the coulds and following a plan. And so I went into the MBA program. And instead of having a particular vision of the outcome of where I needed to be at the end of it, I just allowed myself to take courses that felt right, that felt aligned, that really interested me. If you asked me within those first months of the MBA program what I expected to get at the end of it, I couldn't tell you definitively. I couldn't say that I'm going to go back to the profession of occupational therapy or that I was going to go back into even the healthcare industry or stay in that sector. I couldn't tell you a damn thing. All I could tell you was that I was hoping to continue my passion and my lifelong desire to learn and to grow and to create impact. And that impact would be in something or in a way that really resonated with who I was. That was all that I was looking to accomplish. And so I was really staying open to the possibilities, to this or something better. Because while we have a vision for ourselves and we want the best for ourselves, we aren't aware of all the possibilities. What if something better could be what's in store for us? I think it really behooves us to stay open to what that could look like. When I was in biopsych, I had no idea about occupational therapy and I would have maybe settled for medical school because I think it checked off all my boxes. But by leaning into the power of staying open, I discovered a new profession that was awesome and really highly rewarding. By leaning into a whole new field of study, by studying business and doing my MBA, I again opened myself to possibilities that I may not have known existed. And so also, while we are on this topic of staying open, I think it's worthwhile to take a look at what happens when we aren't staying open. So when we're not staying open to all the possibilities, when we're resisting what could be out there because we're really fixated on what we think should happen, what we really want to happen, and we're, we're holding ourselves close to all those other possibilities, to that universal plan, sometimes the universe has no choice but to give us what I like to call a tower moment. As an intuitive, I'm also a tarot card reader, and that's part of my morning meditative practice. But the tower card is often a card that elicits a very strong reaction from people who get it in their readings. And the imagery is so powerful. It's basically, in most decks, it's a building that is burning down, a building without a door that's burning down, and people are jumping out the windows. And what it really signifies is a swift, abrupt change, something that you didn't see coming and something that just levels the playing field and makes you maybe start all over or close to all over or create a reinvention in your life somehow. 
And so another story that resonates with me here about holding on too tightly and not staying open enough, and then really leaning into staying open after that is my journey of entrepreneurship. After I did my MBA, I continued to serve in the health and wellness industry, and I actually worked for a crown agency of the government, of our, of our provincial government here in health. And I was involved in making big sweeping changes to the way healthcare is delivered through policies and setting standards. And it was work that I was incredibly proud of. And for some time again, I had this nudge that there was some more, and I wasn't really sure what that more was. And then as I leaned into that and stayed open to that, I got led down a path of writing a book, coaching. I was aligned to the right tools and resources and opportunities to pursue life in these directions. But I wasn't open enough to lean into them completely. I just felt like, nope, I am comfortable here. I've been serving in this capacity for 10 years. I have worked 20 years and three degrees in this sector, and I'm doing a good job and I'm on the right track. And, you know, I have a nice, stable paycheck. And then the terror moment came. There was a corporate reorg, and that gave me the time, the opportunity, and even the resources and the means to engage in a life of entrepreneurship full-time and to lean into those things that I previously was getting the nudge for and was semi-in. I went from resisting what I felt was the calling and semi-leaning into it, semi-acknowledging that those nudges were there and aligning myself very loosely to going all in. And I think that was part of the universal plan for me at this point, this duration of this evolution of my life. And real talk here, as hard as it has been to stay open at times, I do really want to acknowledge that the power of staying open has been so much better for me. And when I lean into the expectation and the faith that the universe is leading and I don't need to have all the answers. I don't need to lead. I do not need to have all the steps mapped out. I feel lighter. I feel less pressure. Like a huge weight has been taken off my shoulders. And I do feel more joyous and curious about life because I'm actually enjoying the path for the sake of being on the path and not for this outcome that I think I must achieve. I'm much more detached to what that outcome needs to be. And for me, I personally prefer to be guided by those expansive energies of joy and curiosity rather than the energies of fear or panic or anxiety that things aren't going according to plan or that I should have already experienced this by now or even guilt that I'm not as happy or fulfilled, but I can't turn back. It's too late to reinvent myself. How is not your concern? And that might be a really tough lesson to master, especially if you might have been a fixer like me in a previous iteration of you. But it is just so important to stay curious. And staying open doesn't mean that you're untethered. It doesn't mean that you don't have a vision or a goal. You're still very much anchored and aligned to your values and alignment with who you are authentically. You're listening to your inner self, but you are open to the how it's going to show up. And so my friends, if you feel that you're on a path that 
may not be as exciting or lighting you up or making you feel content or fulfilled as it once did or you once thought it, it might. Or if you feel that perhaps you have invested so much time, effort and energy to move down this path and you're afraid to let go of that path and explore what else might be in the realm of possibilities for you. And if you're just looking to get back to yourself and to find something that truly lights you up and is authentically aligned to you, I'd encourage you to obviously stay open to all the possibilities, but also to stay open to the possibility that you might be a perfect fit for my newly launched Signature 101 coaching program that literally is hot off the presses. It just launched this week, and it's really going to help you bring you closer to yourself, feel more content, satisfied, fulfilled, resonant with your true life purpose and help you feel excited and really lean into those joys that await you in your life. If any of that sounds like it's something that you could use, I would invite you to join in a conversation with me and I'll include the link to have that conversation with me in the episode description. So on that note, my friends, I hope you have a wonderful week ahead and I will talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Anita Chat Podcast. If you haven't taken a minute to leave a review, I would absolutely love to hear from you. All you need to do is to search for the show, click your star rating, and type in a few words. Also, if there's a specific topic you'd like to see covered in this podcast, if you'd like me to be your coach, or if you want to just chat, feel free to send me an email or shoot me a message through my IG, which you'll find in the show notes. The show notes will also contain any links to the freebies that were referenced in this episode. Until next time, friends, it's been great chatting with you. Thank you.